Sam's Shopping Trip, written by Kylie Gable, narrated by Shayla Aspasia. Oh, this is going to be such fun, announced Taylor. We can't go nuts, but we have to find the right dress for our Samantha's big date, joked Gwen. We probably only have enough money to buy her one dress, but there's absolutely no reason why she can't try on many more. Say about 40 or 50, chirped Alexis, grinning broadly as she winked at me. I gave her a smile back as I contemplated my current state of despondency. I was completely and utterly miserable. It had all started when Gwen, the subject of my, along with most of the rest of the male school population, erotic fantasies, suddenly and surprisingly began flirting with me in the cafeteria. Although I knew she was a close friend of my stepsister, and as such I should have been more on my guard, but she was also an unbelievably hot babe who I had lusted after for just about as long as I could remember. Unfortunately, she had, for a long time until recently, been dating the quarterback of our school football team, Ryan Overbeek. Effortlessly, she had tricked me in going to her party, dressed to the nines as a sexy witch, then had even finagled Ryan into hitting on me very neatly freeing herself from his clutches and at the same time leaving me entangled as a girl with him. Now my stepsister Alexis was driving us to the mall for a shopping trip. Her best friend Taylor sat in the front passenger seat. I was in the back seat squeezed between Gwen and Ashley who on discovering my situation had gleefully insisted on joining us. On our way to what promised to be the most humiliating shopping trip ever. In order to find me a suitable outfit for my date with Ryan, I'd absolutely refuse to let Alexis dress me up as a girl for the trip to the mall. I had been relieved when she hadn't pushed the matter, but now that I was in the car, I couldn't help but feel she had actually wanted me to refuse. They were still going to make me do all the same humiliating things, but doing them would probably be even worse while dressed in male clothing. He's a perfect size 10, added Gwen, so we'll have plenty to pick from. The ride back from Gwen's party last night had been horrible. I was already crushed to discover that Gwen had been just setting me up frightened at the prospect of my date with Ryan, while Taylor and Alexis simply sat in the front laughing and celebrating their victory over me. You know, we totally own you now, Samantha, said Taylor, emphasizing each and every syllable in my feminized name. You think so? I somehow spat through gritted teeth. I think when I tell Mom about this little stunt, Alexis will be looking for a new place to live. Do you have a spare room for a bitch like her? The only bitch here is you, brother dear, said Alexis calmly. So let's see, you're really going to tell Mom that even though you were grounded, 
you still snuck off to a party while wearing my dress but without my permission. At the party in my dress, you started making out with a really hot guy who happened to be the boyfriend of one of my best friends. Then you even went so far as to agree to go on another date with him. And now this is all somehow my fault. Good luck with that, said Taylor, barely suppressing her giggles. You forget that Mom isn't the only one you could be exposed to, said Alexis. Mom will make sure you don't, I spat back. Ha! What about me? And what about Gwen? What about Gwen telling Ryan about his new love? Do you think your mom has any power over us? asked Taylor pointedly. I sat back, grumbling to myself in the back seat. They had me, and we all knew it. Ryan would beat the crap out of me if he found out with Gwen's popularity. Just about every kid in the school was following her on social media. She was untouchable. I'm sorry, Samantha dear. I don't believe I heard you, taunted Taylor. No, I guess not, I muttered slightly louder. Good, said Alexis cheeringly. Now that's settled, I believe we're going to have a discussion on the new rules. Rules? Yes, rules. You're our little sissy slave, Samantha now, and you need to learn the rules so you can obey them, answered Alexis. Every sissy has to have rules, interjected Taylor. I'm not a sissy, I corrected her. It only caused much ribald hilarity. Did you need to look at yourself again? Maybe in the rearview mirror, because let me tell you, from where I'm sitting, you're definitely a grade A class one sissy, taunted Taylor. First, said Alexis, there's the new pecking order. Older brother or not, what I say goes. I'm the alpha, and you're very much the beta. Comprehend? Yeah, I mumbled. Secondly, Taylor is also in charge. Disobeying her or me will get you punished quickly and severely. Thirdly, you will wear what we tell you, when we tell you, whatever it is. There are going to be a few changes to your appearance, one way or another. Okay, I nodded cautiously. No, not okay, corrected Taylor. Say, I'll serve you however you desire, Mistress Alexis and Mistress Taylor, and I will be just the bestest little girl I can be. Grudgingly through the gritted teeth, I repeated what she said. No, say it like you mean it, with lots of girlish glee, corrected Alexis. I'll serve you however you desire, Mistress Alexis, Mistress Taylor. I will be absolutely the bestest little girl I can possibly be. I forced myself to gush. You're getting there, little sissy, said Taylor. I let out in an audible sigh, allowed my head to drop to my shoulders. I was getting there all right. I just didn't know where there was. Any chance my mom rescuing me seemed far more remote now, with Alexis and Taylor calling the shots until she got home. I was trapped either way. When we got home, the girls marched me directly into Alexis's bathroom, where they showed me how to remove my makeup. Taylor even helped me to unzip my dress. 
but just when I thought the indignities had ended for the night, Alexis produced a long pink satin nightgown for me. This is what you sleep in from now on, she declared as she handed me the dainty garment. You mean until Mom gets back, I asked innocently. Did I say that? She snapped. That's from now on, meaning this point forwards. When you leave this house, we can discuss some alternate arrangements. But what if Mom sees me? Well, it'd probably be a really good idea for you to make sure that doesn't happen, sweetie, chirped in Taylor, grabbing my cheeks as if I were a little child. Now off to bed with you. Quick, quick. I scampered out of the bathroom to avoid Taylor's playful smacking of my ass. I left my clothes in Alexis's bedroom. Maybe it was because it was the first night she was a bit more forgiving of such trespasses. I climbed into my bed for a very sleepless night. Ryan likes tits, legs, and ass, not necessarily in that order, so we'd better find the perfect dress for his date here, exclaimed Gwen, her voice dripping with glee. How original, laughed Alexis. He wants a slut. Well, we won't disappoint him, assured Ashley. As the car pulled up to a red light, I was tempted to take off. Running from the car, being sandwiched between Gwen and Ashley would certainly make it difficult, but even more daunting was all the blackmail material that Alexis now had on me. Her friends would help her make my life at school a living hell. It was far better to let them have their fun for the time being. Mom would be home tomorrow, and they wouldn't be able to keep this sick game up after that. Alexis maneuvered the car into a tight parking spot. It was supposed to be my car, and I had reluctantly promised my mom that I would share it with my sister. But with our current situation, I knew that she could now dictate which one of us was driving it and where. All ashore that's going ashore, called out Taylor. You can't beat the fun of a sissy's first big day at the mall, giggled Ashley. I never really cared much for this mall, agreed Gwen, but I think today it's definitely the place to be. Let's shop till we drop, cheered Alexis. My brother has generously contributed $450 to the cause. What? I barked. No, I worked hard all summer for that money. Oh, don't start. We're spending it on you after all, said Taylor, as she dragged me towards the entrance, with me grumbling that I didn't even want to be there. There were two malls in our town. At least the girls had done me a favor of driving me to the one on the other side of town, where there would be less people I knew. Still, kids went to both malls, and on a Saturday afternoon, we could run into anyone. What do we start with? asked Ashley. The main thing is getting him a really great outfit for his day tonight. But he will need some new lingerie for the week as well, replied Alexis thoughtfully. For the week? I practically screamed. Oh no, this ends after tonight. Ha, no way, bitch, snapped Taylor. This only ends when we say it ends, so get used to it. And the panties. I looked at all four girls in the futile hope for a little sympathy. But unsurprisingly didn't get any Swiss spinning out of control in directions that I didn't even want to think about. 
Let's start with the dresses. Should we start in here? asked Alexis. No, said Gwen. We can come back here at the end. Let's go someplace with individual dressing rooms. It'll make it far easier for us to make Samantha try on things. We'll also find bigger bargains. I think I know just the place. Edge liked to market itself as being on the cutting edge of fashion, hence the name and razor for a logo. However, they were owned by the same multinational conglomerate that owned the department store anchoring the mall. They did, however, take some inspiration from the trendiest club wear and always toned it down, making it safe for suburban kids to wear. I knew that a dress from Edge would probably be very tight and show off an awful lot of skin. An attractive girl with long blonde hair reaching halfway down her back in a navy and gold dress that showed off mile-long legs introduced herself as Daphne and asked if she could help us. I silently prayed for a hole in the ground to open up and swallow me whole. She went to our high school, but was two years ahead of me. Yeah, said Taylor, motioning to me. My friend here has his first date with a boy tonight, and he needs the perfect hot dress. We thought maybe you could help us. Daphne giggled at what she thought was a silly joke before taking a second look at the girl's determined expressions and mine of embarrassed horror, quickly deciding that we had to actually be serious. Oh, wow. Well, if you're serious, this is certainly the place. We can work with his body type to find something perfect. Do you know what size dress you wear, sir? He's a perfect size 10, offered Gwen enthusiastically. Something quite short or with a slit, perhaps, suggested Taylor. We can't show off his cleavage, obviously, but he does have great legs. Sure, said Daphne. Why don't you go in the dressing room and we'll bring you some things to try on? I'll go in the dressing room with him, volunteered Taylor, already getting me moving. As soon as we were alone in the room, she ordered me to strip with an almost euphoric grin on her face that would have done a Cheshire cat proud. I know you said you wanted to dress like a boy for this trip, but I brought you along your waist cincher and a padded bra. They'll help with your shape. After all, we wouldn't want you to look like a boy in a dress, now would we? She smirked while spinning me around and strapping the bra on me, then quickly tightening the waist cincher around my midsection. The first dress was handed over the door of the dressing room by Ashley. It was a pink dress with a pleated skirt that was definitely very short, barely covering my ass. Taylor helped me to put it on as I learned it only had one shoulder. I felt pretty ridiculous when she made me look at my reflection in the full-length mirror on the wall. But it was even worse when she pushed me unceremoniously out of the dressing room. Alexis and the girls immediately began laughing, and even Daphne was smiling broadly at my appearance. There were even a handful of other girls in the shop, as they too were gawking at me, bemused at the feminized male in their midst. Oh, I like it, said Ashley, when she eventually managed to stop laughing. Though he'll need a strapless bra with that dress. I do too, said Alexis, slightly less enthused, but not for a first date. I think I may have just the thing for his first date, suggested Daphne, rushing off and grabbing a red dress off of one of the racks at the back. Taylor helped me out with it in the back in the dressing room. 
the silky fabric actually felt great against my skin, though I knew that the flared sleeves would bother me all night. That looks great on him, said Alexis when I reappeared. The loose fit will conceal his lack of curves while still being sexy, especially with the miniskirt length, offered Daphne. Let's put that in the definite possibilities category, decided Taylor. If we can't find something better, we'll have a winner. For the next 40 minutes, I tried on a wide variety of dresses, sometimes because they were genuinely looking for something better, and sometimes because they were just having fun and wanted to embarrass me by making me model something ludicrous in front of them. With the growing crowd enjoying the free show, even Daphne was getting in on the act, purposely pulling out some of the sluttiest club wear they had, just so that she could have me prance up and down in it for them. I think we definitely want the red hippie chick dress that Daphne found us, declared Alexis eventually. But let's also get that sexy violet dress with the slit. I don't know that it's a first date worthy, but a boy can never have too many dresses. This is going to be something you can tell your grandkids about, Samantha, teased Ashley. And we have lots of pictures to help you remember it, agreed Taylor, holding up her phone. I just sighed. Neither dress was especially expensive. I didn't want to have to wear either of them out in public, and I certainly wasn't looking forward to owning two dresses that I'd have to hide from my mom. We all walked up to the counter together where Alexis gave Daphne my money. But she gave the dresses to me with a big smile and a wink. The sales girl who had become a co-conspirator in my complete humiliation told me, Oh, please do come again, sir. To which Taylor loudly replied, Oh, he will, many times, I'm sure. The other girls all laughed loudly at her remark as we left the store. All right, can we go now? You've had your fun, even got me not one but two dresses, I pleaded. Oh, you have so much to learn, little sis, replied Alexis, shaking her head. You need accessories, shoes, etc. This is one big ongoing process, said Gwen. Once it starts, it never stops. Now that we have Sam's dress, I think it's time we let him in on Victoria's secret, suggested Taylor. Oh, yes, let's, cooed Ashley. Lead the way, said Alexis. It was only a half dozen doors down, but as we approached the lingerie store, I was getting into a near panic. I would have felt very awkward and uncomfortable in a store like that, even if we weren't shopping for me. But the knowledge that whatever frothy silken garments were bought in there would soon be adorning my boyish body only made it many times worse. Oh, I can tell you're excited already, taunted Ashley, as we stepped inside. Even the scent of the store was feminine and sexy. An attractive woman who was maybe mid-thirties with large breasts and vibrant red hair, almost the same shade as Alexis, must have had her teenage boy detector go off because she immediately raced over to offer us help. Hi, I'm Tess. Can I help you? Hi, Tess. I'm Taylor. My friend here has a big date tonight, she said, gesturing to me. And he needs a bra, panties, and hosiery. In fact, the works. He'll also need some panties for during the week, reminded Alexis. They have some really strong-smelling bath products here that might be perfect for our little sissy, suggested Gwen. 
I bet we could find him some absolutely gorgeous sleepwear in here, too, added Ashley. I simply stood there, staring at the floor and blushing profusely. This was all too much. I was reaching mental overload. I simply couldn't believe everything that we had to buy, and it was all just so humiliating. Well, it sounds like we've got a lot to do, so we had better get started, said Tess warmly and businesslike. Do we know what size bra we need? No, said Alexis. I was hoping we could get some help in that department. Sure, let's get them measured up, and once we know what bra size we're working with, we can maybe add a few cups to the size, suggested Tess. That'd be perfect, chirped Taylor. She led us to a room at the back of the store where they did the bra fittings. I was told to remove my shirt, but before I could even react, Ashley and Gwen were already pulling it off of me. Tess took a tape measure and made three quick but careful measurements before declaring me a 36A. That's great, especially if we can bring him up to a C cup, said Alexis. No problem at all, replied Tess. And it's with a red dress, so maybe a red bra and panties would be appropriate, suggested Gwen. Red is easy, assured Tess. You're going to be so stacked, Samantha, taunted Taylor. Yeah, agreed Gwen. You won't even need makeup. It's not like he's going to take his eyes off your tatas. I wanted to tell them to leave me alone, but they had me and they knew it. I just stood there feeling humiliated and blushing. We'd also like about a half dozen or so other sets in various colors. We can pick those out, but do you think you could find a red garter belt and some sexy stockings for our little Cinderella here? Asked Taylor. With pleasure, said Tess. We've got some great panty choices and a sale on the bra and panty sets at the moment, too. A couple of minutes later, Tess returned with a bright red bra and panty set. She put the bra on me and declared that the fit was perfect. The gel inserts in the bra gave me a very noticeable 36C, which when combined with the waist cincher gave me a very hourglass shape. These panties were also padded, which gives him a little extra in the seat, explained Tess. That's great, Tess. Can you show us where those are while Taylor helps Samantha get dressed? Real women must have curves, said Alexis. As they departed, I was left alone in the dressing room with Taylor, who smiled broadly at me. Hey, relax. I edited that video so I know exactly what you're packing, and it's really not much, to be honest. Now I knew she was lying. I've done some research, and I know five inches about average for an adult male. However, even knowing this somehow didn't make me feel any less self-conscious when she stepped forward and unzipped my pants. She slipped the panties over my feet and up to my knees, then pulled my much-deflated penis tightly back between my thighs underneath me, quickly attaching the garter belt around my waist and sliding the luxuriously silky stockings up my legs, trapping my genitals out of sight. Okay, let's show everybody how you look. Step outside and admire yourself in the mirror, ordered Taylor. Not out there, please. Can't they see me in here in the dressing room, I begged. I said to get out there, Samantha. If you disobey me, things will get much worse for you. I will drag you out there and then we'll continue the shopping trip 
with you wearing only your new pretty underwear, threatened Taylor. I knew that she was bluffing. She wouldn't dare make me walk out of the shop and into the mall wearing only underwear. We'd both probably be arrested. She was just seeing how far she could push me. But at the same time, I also knew that Taylor was a tough girl who probably could drag me out of the dressing room, and I really didn't want to cause that sort of commotion. Not with the situation I was currently in. Shamefaced, I did what she told me to do, and I walked out into the main shop area, much to the amusement of the other women shopping there. As I stood in front of the mirror, Gwen and Ashley stood behind me, looking at my reflection in the mirror. Oh, princess, Ryan is just going to eat you up tonight, cooed Gwen, hugging me from behind. I felt so defeated, but it was only going to get worse, because at that very moment, Alexis was approaching me. She held out a pink and black baby doll nightie, helping me put it on over my shoulders. What's this? I asked stupidly. It's what you're going to be sleeping in from now on, replied Alexis, causing Gwen and Ashley to make lots of oohs and ah noises. Look, no way. This has gone far enough. What if Mom was to see it? I finally complained. You're a big girl now, and Mom isn't in the habit of going into your room at night, is she? But maybe you're right, so you'd better make very sure she doesn't have any reason to, hadn't you? Can he wear his new lingerie home? asked Ashley. I don't see why not, replied Alexis. Will that be a problem, Tess? No, not at all. I'll just need to take the tag so I can scan them, she replied helpfully. Go back in the dressing room, Samantha, and tell Taylor that you want to stay wearing your new lingerie with that purple dress, commanded Alexis. Don't make me do this, Alexis, I pleaded, and then added forcefully, if... If you do, I will get you back. Understand that. With such big threats for such a little princess, run along now and do as you have been told before I start to get mean, responded Alexis calmly. Fine, I replied. Lose the attitude, Samantha, warned Gwen. You really don't want to make any of us mad at you right now. Exited the dressing room with Taylor holding my hand as if I were a small child. My smooth legs were put on display by the long slit in the side of my dress. My padded lingerie gave me the appearance of curves in all the right places. But I was still wearing my own ratty gym shoes. Sweat socks and my face and hair were clearly my own. Anybody who saw me would not only know that I was a boy, but there was still a chance that some people would recognize me. Even Tess was smirking as she rang everything up. I don't know if she was working on commission, but where else could she sell $180 worth of underwear and get to enjoy embarrassing an 18-year-old high school senior? She was obviously in a great mood as we eventually left the store. Somberly, I turned to my captors to ask, Where to now? Manny's and Petty's, declared Taylor enthusiastically, practically jumping about clapping. Oh, I want one too, chirped Gwen excitedly. The nail salon was mercifully empty of customers when we entered, for which I was extremely grateful as I felt utterly ridiculous. Judging by the looks on their faces, I was pretty sure the young women working there were talking about me in their native Korean. 
All the girls decided to get their nails done, but I was the only one getting fingernail extensions and my nails painted bright red to match my dress. I don't see why I need such long nails. He already knows that I have short nails, I complain. But my complaints fell on deaf ears. As I sat down, the woman who was getting ready to work on my feet looked at me and frowned. The look she gave me made it very plain that she thought I must be extremely stupid. What, I exclaimed, unfairly taking out some of my attention on her. She can't do your toenails or your stockings, bimbo. Take them off, ordered Taylor. You can put them back on again as soon as your polish is dry. I promise. I felt even more idiotic now, if that was at all possible, rapidly detaching my stockings from the garters and quickly pulling them down my legs. I could hear several women at the counter giggling at the show. The girls all seemed to find this very relaxing, but I sure didn't. It's just another humiliation piled on top of all the others for me. The woman who did my nails was very skilled and professional, and she did a wonderful job. They were a rather loud candy apple red when they were done, and there was absolutely no doubt in my mind that they were bright and shiny enough to be seen from passing aircraft flying overhead, not from certain regions of space. Now in possession of excessively long, fiery red talons that were attached to the ends of my fingers, meant that returning the stockings to my legs proved to be a serious challenge. They were $24 stockings, and I was warned to be extra careful if I didn't want to go back to the store to buy another pair for my date tonight. Are you ready for your glass slippers, Cinderella? asked Taylor. The girls laughed, but I just blushed. I couldn't even begin to think of some witty repartee for all of this, the humiliation too overwhelming. I decided the less I fought them, the quicker we'd be done. Also, maybe if I didn't keep fighting, it would stop being so much fun for them, and they'd stop. It was a futile hope, I knew, but it was all I had. Still, nobody I knew had seen me yet. How long would my luck hold out? Naturally, the girls took me to the trendiest shoe store in the whole mall. Instead of looking for something in a cheaper store, like Payless, as soon as we entered, the girls immediately split up descending on the various shelves like locusts. They were ostensibly looking for shoes for me, but they couldn't help but look for themselves as well. The laughter of our previous stops had made them a bit rowdy, and though the salesgirls couldn't have been much older than we were, she gave us such a look that instantly let us know she wished we were currently in another store at the mall. Ben and Ashley had paired up as had Alexis and Taylor, Leaving me trying to look as inconspicuous as possible, a couple of girls who I think were at college saw me through the store's glass front window and recognized me from the lingerie shop. They ducked inside, hoping to see more of the impromptu show that they had enjoyed earlier. Can I help you, asked the salesgirl, separating me from the herd. Her voice was dripping with scorn. She was probably not used to seeing men in her store. But there was something about her silky black hair and the ice princess stare that told me she was used to dismissing us with a mere gesture or simply a harsh word in another setting. I, uh, uh, I wasn't even stammering. I was blubbering like a simpleton.
Sales girl was intimidating even without the fact that here I was, a village idiot, in a dress, to buy a pair of shoes to match the dress I had just bought for my first date that evening. He needs some new shoes, interjected Alexis over her shoulder. Yeah, those gym shoes don't go with that dress at all. Is this some kind of gag? asked the sales girl, a name tag with Heather on her left breast. No, Heather, no gag, at least not one on you. He needs a couple of pair of heels. If you help us for ten minutes or so, you'll sell two pairs, explained Alexis, walking over. Sure, I have no problem selling to boys. I just don't want to be wasting my time. What sort of thing are you looking for? Well, we'd like something for the dress she's wearing now, and also a pair of sexy strappy sandals for the dress it's going to be wearing on his hot date tonight. Oh, you have a date tonight. Why didn't you say, let's get you set up, sweetie, said Heather, now enthused and smirking at the stockings on my legs, before adding, I can see that I'm not going to need any footies for you, she giggled. Oh, yeah, he's got more expensive stockings than I've ever owned, agreed Ashley. But just the thing, smiled Heather. She wasted no time returning from the back room with a pair of violet and purple sandals with rhinestone straps and narrow four-and-a-half-inch heels. The girls all cheered at the shoes and immediately had her try them on me. I walked unsteadily around the store, supposedly to check the fit, but I'm sure it was mostly to put me on display. After completing my circuit around the store, I made my way back to the chair I had been sitting in and sat down in the ladylike manner that Gwen had coached me on for sitting in a dress. The girls agreed that these shoes were right for this outfit and then asked Heather to find something a bit simpler but hot for the dress I was going to wear tonight. As she went to fetch in a few options from the back, the college girls approached our group. The one who spoke was nearly six feet tall with long blonde hair. She was a pretty girl, but her height made her rather intimidating. She introduced herself as Becky. With her was an Asian girl who had an amazing pair of breasts and just looked like trouble. Her name was Amy. I'm sorry to pry, but we simply have to know what's going on. We saw you in the lingerie store and now in here. We're cool with other lifestyles and such, but... That's not what this is about, is it? asked Becky. It's a very alternative lifestyle for Samantha here. It's not one that he'd have picked for himself, if you know what I mean, replied Taylor. He's cute, said Amy, as if checking off a list. Is this payback or just having fun? It's a bit of both, really, answered Alexis. That's awesome, replied Becky. I really want to party with you guys. The girls were excited that actual college girls thought that they were cool enough to hang with. But I just wanted to be anywhere else. They couldn't resist telling the girls all the sordid details of how they tricked, blackmailed, and now were feminizing me for a hot date with Gwen's ex-boyfriend tonight. Serves him right, said Amy. I think this little bitch needs to learn her place. Hey, I'm not a bitch, I insisted. If anything, you and you... I started to respond, but never saw it coming. Right hand slapped my left cheek so fast and with a such force that the blow spun me 180 degrees and almost dropped me to my knees. Tears began to well up in my eyes, but I wouldn't give her the satisfaction of making me cry. Sissy should be seen and not heard, she spat at me with a cold, hard stare that made me want to wilt right there in the store.
Almost mercifully, Heather returned from the back of the store with various shoe selections. Fortunately, Becky's phone rang just then, and she realized that they were going to be late for something, so they decided to leave us to it. It didn't take long to pick out a simple pair of red and black sandals with a kitten heel and a small silver clutch purse for tonight. As I put the violet and purple shoes back on my feet after paying for the purchases, Alexis declared, We couldn't have timed that any better. Samantha's appointment is less than ten minutes, just enough time for us to get over there. It's time for you to get your hair styled, replied Alexis, grinning broadly. Oh no, I begged. Relax, said Gwen. It's the same place I get my hair done. They're really good, and you're going to love Robin. No, this is simply too much. I won't do it. I refused as forcefully as I could. Wow, you're a brave little sissy, Samantha. Want me to call Amy back? asked Ashley. We swapped numbers, and she can't have gone far. Buck Amy, I spat at her. I doubt she'll let you, but suit yourself. She said, pulling her phone out. But as soon as she started dialing, I backtracked, sniveling, pleading, and promising that I'd be a good girl. It wasn't the proudest moment of my life, but that Amy was downright scary. These girls were enjoying their power over me, but Amy was different. I think she actually enjoys causing pain, for males especially. Alexis ordered me to wipe away my tears, and off we went to Robin's hair salon. So this is your brother? She said, a statuesque blonde with a rose tattoo on her left shoulder and very trendy cat eyes, glasses on her face. Truth be told, she was very attractive and only about a half a dozen years older than my 18. Stepbrother, corrected Alexis. I've heard a lot about you, Sam, and I'm sure we're going to become fast friends. Uh, thank you, I replied nervously. I don't think we'll have to restrain you, do you, Sam? Oh, no, of course not. Well, if you think it's safe, we can skip the restraints. Trembling, I sat in the chair and asked her what she had planned for me, but she just smiled and told me she had a couple of hours completely locked off, just for me. Now at this point, I was drawing less attention than I had been a bit earlier. Hair was long, but not particularly feminine, and I was lacking any makeup whatsoever. But in every other aspect from the neck down, I appeared to be entirely feminine. Back sitting in the salon chair, I was fascinated with how the padded bra made the sheet that was covering me stand out in the shape of two very noticeable breasts. Looking around me, I knew that I was in trouble when I saw a stack of foil sheets on top of her workstation. She began to comb my hair, looking at it from various angles. I think we're going to want to do something a bit like Taylor's hair, but obviously with a new color. Color? Don't you worry your pretty little head about it, sissy, taunted Alexis. You're going to look simply fabulous when this is done. You'll have all the boys after you wanting your number. I felt Taylor's hands resting on my shoulders as she was reading my mind, somehow knowing that just then I was seriously considering making a run for it. I only had to catch my breath a moment to know that there wasn't much I could do without causing myself a load more embarrassment. Rushing home outside looking halfway between a male and a female wouldn't help and there'd be hell to pay when they finally did catch up with me. Cutting my hair didn't take the stylist too long, but the result was catastrophic. When she said my hair wouldn't look like Taylor's, I never thought she meant Taylor Swift, 
But that was the first thing I thought of when I saw this blonde, wavy bob and blonde and bangs that she had created. She also had really succeeded in adding a lot of volume to my hair. I could instantly tell there was going to be very little hope of my camouflaging this style and making it look like anything even remotely masculine. I would have to shave it all off and go to school as a skinhead until it grew back again. As the stylist dramatically took the sheet off me, the girls actually applauded. They were thrilled with the end result. Wow, I knew he'd be pretty, but I didn't know he'd be, like, hot, said Taylor. You've really done great work, Rachel, agreed Alexis. He looks like a whole new woman. I'm sure he's going to be one of the new best customers before long. Actually, I hope so, she replied. I enjoyed bringing the inner Samantha out. I think that inner Samantha will be stepping out tonight, said Gwen. This has been absolutely amazing. Soon the five of us were walking out of the salon and into the mall proper. I was no longer greeted with the gawking stares at my half-and-half half appearance. Instead, I now blended in as a rather plain girl, who, despite dressing up, didn't wear too much makeup. "'You are really going to have to be on your toes with Ryan tonight,' said Taylor. "'You're going to drive him absolutely wild.' "'Oh, yeah, he's going to be getting lots of attention from Ryan looking like that,' said Gwen. "'Please, you can't make me go out with him. "'You've already humiliated me so much today. "'Isn't that enough?' I begged. "'Uh, not by a long shot,' sneered Alexis. "'We left the same way we had come, "'through the Macy's that anchored the mall. "'It was getting on for late Saturday afternoon, "'and I had just spent possibly the worst five hours of my life "'that I could imagine.' but it was about to get even worse. As we passed by the makeup counters, I couldn't help but notice that they were mostly pretty empty. We saw a Nordic-looking woman in a smock sitting at one of those high chairs that they have in the cosmetic departments. She was looking bored, and it wasn't lost on Alexis who started eyeing me with a devious look, slowly spreading on her face. No, Alexis, I pleaded. Oh, come on, it'll be fun! She flashed me with a wicked grin, and then like a shot, she was off to talk to the makeup artist. She pointed in my direction, and the makeup artist smiled in my direction and nodded. Alexis waved us over, and though I hesitated, Ashley's hand, pushing firmly at the small of my back, provided all the momentum needed. I was soon seated in the makeup chair while Bridget, the makeup artist, turned my head from side to side even up and down, sizing me up. He's remarkable. If you hadn't told me he was a boy, I don't think I would have believed it, she explained. I can do so much with that bone structure. Great, he's got a big date tonight. Oh, so this isn't just dressing him up, Bridget asked. Then looking at me, you really want to be a girl? More than anything, I replied, dripping sarcasm, which I don't think she picked up on. Well, then you just sit back there and relax, honey. Smoky come-to-bed eyes, kiss-me-quick lips, and cheeks so full of life, you just want to hold them. I'll do it all for you. That'd be great. Whatever you use on her, she'd like to buy, said Alexis. Definitely make her eyes pop. They're so huge to begin with, added Ashley. There's so much to work with here, girls. Let's start with a liquid foundation and then a powder layer. 
His complexion isn't bad to begin with, but the liquid makeup will help the powder set. The liquid felt cold against my skin, but when she was done, the girls were quite impressed. I felt even further emasculinated because I hadn't shaved since the party, but still had no real whiskers popping up on the surface of my face to spoil the illusion. Soon she had added a very subtle rose blush and a bit of concealer. Ally yelped loudly as she plucked a stray eyebrow. She didn't really do much to my eyebrows other than neaten them up a bit. They weren't exactly bushy to begin with. When I was a child, we were in the car, and a raccoon had been run over by a car, and it was lying on the side of the road. Like any good parent, my mom warned me to not look at it, but after she told me not to, I couldn't resist taking a peek. That stupid roll cool gave me nightmares for weeks afterwards. I was suddenly experiencing a very similar feeling, because I couldn't avoid looking in the mirror no matter how much I knew I shouldn't. Instead, I sat transfixed, as she really did make my eyes pop. Gave me bright red, shiny lips that would turn any guy's mind, and the thought of those same lips slowly closing around his cock. I really didn't want to go there. The girls were absolutely thrilled and delighted with the finished product. Ashley even began snapping pictures of me on her phone. I looked at myself in the mirror. I couldn't see anything even vaguely resembling a male staring back at me. After the girls had paid the woman purchasing all the makeup she had used on me, Taylor led me over to stand before a full-length mirror so I could see the entire ensemble, the new me. You're such a natural, whispered Gwen in my ear. So many girls are going to hate you on sight and hold their boyfriends really close. It's not fair that you get to look this good as a girl. We'd better get her home, agreed Alexis. She's got a very big night ahead of her. She'll need some dance lessons first. Dance lessons? I asked nervously, unconsciously pitching my voice higher. Oh yeah, down and dirty dance lessons, teased Taylor. Things did not seem like they were going to get any better anytime soon. In fact, they were steadily getting worse and worse by the minute.